Welcome into Dialed In, a podcast by the High Cotton Club, episode 62, a special episode today. As always, I'm Connor Hendrickson, a.k.a. Lefty Sauce, joined by my co-host John Stewart, a.k.a. Mr. 64, but we also have David May, a.k.a. D. May of Unknown Golf, joining us for the top half of the show. So very excited for you all to uh, listen to a little bit of what he has to say um, about um, some some funny stuff and some good stuff about his personal golf game, as well as how the High Cotton Club is transitioning into a partnership with Unknown for the 2024 uh, membership. Um, before we get into some stuff about the Pinnacle Parlay, which is going to be a very cool event where a bunch of different roosts are getting together at the Unknown headquarters in Arkansas. Um, also, want to talk to you before we get into the episode about um, this weekend is the final opportunity to qualify for that event that we were just talking about, the Pinnacle Parlay. Um, so make sure that if you're interested in that, you check out the details on Unknown Golf and, and sign up and qualify for that. Um, and the Yellowhammer. We need you and three of your friends to get, register for the Yellowhammer on October 14th. Registration closes September 23rd. Stu and I talk about it um, a little bit on today's episode, but it's a great value for this day um, in the fall in Alabama. Nothing better than fall golf in the South, so make sure that you get involved for the Yellowhammer on October 14th. Lots of great stuff going to be involved with that. Just make sure that you register and pay before September 23rd. Also, members. Grab a partner for the Gallup on November 11th. Registration closes September 30th, so make sure that you grab your partner, pay your member dues, get all paid up before September 30th. We look forward to having a full field. Uh, we talked about it in the pod, but a bunch of free free agents roaming around right now. It'll be interesting to see how those guys pair up, and once they do, we'll be one team away from a full field. So um, right after that, we're going to be having um, – uh, excuse me, right before that, but uh, registration will be closing after that. The punt at Vinny Links is going to be a fun um, Saturday event um, on October 28th at the Vinny Links. Football rules um, going to be very, very fun, different from anything that we've done in the High Cotton Club before. So make sure you check out those details on Unknown Golf for the punt at Vinny Links. Registration closes October 20th, so make sure you get involved there. And as always, we talk about them all the time. We talk about them in today's pod. Thank you to Unknown Golf for their support and partnership in the High Cotton Club and all that we do. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's episode. Rich, some guys like it quiet. Some guys like it loud. This is... Yeah, the gator needs to look like he needs some exercise. I don't know. Of course, the conditions now that he has to play the shot test anyone. It's a great story. Welcome into Dialed In, a podcast by the High Cotton Club. Today featuring none other than D. May, David May of Unknown Golf. D. May, how are you doing today, brother? Man, I'm doing great. Uh, blessed and um, happy to be here. Um, you know, we're experiencing a little bit of reprieve from the heat that we've all had. So that's great. And, uh, you know, it's still always a blessing to wake up every day and know that it's golf season. No doubt about that. And that's one of the best things about being in high cotton country and you're not too far away over in Arkansas. We get to play golf all year round. Even if we have to trudge through it, we're going to have events all throughout the year. And um, speaking of, um, you've been playing a bunch of golf. Um, I know that you probably had a, a big weekend celebrating Mr. J Doe's birthday. But uh, how, how's things been for you out on the golf course? And I think you're really, really low with the handicap right now. So why don't you uh, fill us in on that real quick? The game has been good. I made uh, made a few uh, changes in my equipment, and um, it, has, it has really benefited uh, me. My handicap is probably down, um, you know, maybe three – three strokes below 
what it was. Um, I uh, I had a chance a couple of weeks ago in uh, in our uh, uh, one of our tournaments at the club that I was actually I think I had like a two shot lead on Sunday, almost through the back nine, and I hit a little snapper that went out of bounds. I ended up finishing fourth, but I was. I was in the mix. The juices were flowing. It was feeling good. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm. I have no complaints. Um, I'm blessed. Anytime I get a chance to play golf, the game is good. And uh, even more so, like I'm prepping. I've got a group of 16, and we're going in two weeks up to Kohler for a bunch of rounds of golf. You know, Aaron Hills, Whistling Straits, and all of that. So can't wait. It's uh, probably not a better time of the year to get up there and to make that trip so i'm jealous i know that a bunch of the nlu uh community just had a great weekend up there for the summer festival so um the, the place is primed up and ready for you um and i know that you guys will have a blast but i'm um, talking a little bit about the high cotton club i uh, would just love to hear some of your perspective um you know obviously unknown and you personally have been um, great partners and highly involved in our 2023 season but I would just, you know, like to hear some of your thoughts and, and have you share your perspective um, with the folks listening. Well, you know, I always get a lot of enjoyment um, around keeping track of what's going on. So you guys have had, you know, a bunch of things with uh, uh, like the jackpot. And I think you're even using some of our challenge features and things and some of the jackpot to pull that off. Uh, I believe, what was it, John Stewart, I think, won your jackpot, right? So he, uh, you just had, you just had that thing finish up. Um, you know, speaking of challenges, uh, you guys came out firing on, uh, on, on the record for, um, for uh, the, uh, you know, most challenges in an event, which is awesome. We went too hard too early. We did it at the Stankonia event. We, we you know, we didn't, it wasn't even our event. We just uh, kind of led the charge there. Yeah, I don't know if your fingers got tired and you guys just couldn't push the button anymore. I don't know really what happened, but um, you know, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, but uh, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I just uh, I love to to watch and see those things. I know, like even when we had the extinction, um, uh, unfortunately, I couldn't be there this year. Um, one of, uh, you know, our, our founder and one of our business partners, Bill, was there for it all. And, I mean, he just couldn't talk highly enough about it, how awesome it was, which is why I already have uh, the 24 version on my calendar. Um, so I, I know I'm going to be there for that. Um, you know, I love, uh, I just love keeping up with with everything that's going on with you guys have a lot of great events. You have an incredible uh naming system for all of your events that always cracks me up when I see all the names of, of everything that you guys uh, have um, in the system. But, um, you know, a lot of great things and a lot of great golf. Well, I appreciate that and appreciate your insight. And as always, appreciate everything that you and Unknown have done to um, support us this season, to elevate the High Cotton Club to a completely new level. Um, and it's just it's exciting to be able to kind of ride this momentum and, and um, try to just build on this momentum heading into the 2024 season. And as part of the 2024 season um, with our member dues, folks are going to be getting an unknown golf subscription. Um, so the subscription service um, just kind of, that's a, a newer model that you guys released in the spring. Is that correct? It is. And, you know, I was just thinking about that um, uh, honestly earlier today, uh, I was talking to somebody about some of the uh, podcasts and things, and I believe it was uh, back in probably, um, I think it was in May that I was on and we talked about the, the subscription model that, was, that had just come out and a lot of the things that were coming. Well, now... Our subscriptions are cranking. Um, all of our apps are out. Um, the so much of the experience has already completely changed in terms of of setup and process. And um, I don't even know how much you're familiar yet, but just uh, a, a few weeks ago, we rolled out this whole uh, follow your friends feature that allows you to um, 
like your friends, go follow them, um, set them up based on people you play with, whatever, and then have the ability to track and follow them on any round they're playing anywhere in unknown golf. It doesn't have to be just in high cotton club. It could be their own golf trip, or it could be just a play now round that they have somewhere. But if they're using unknown golf, then all of you can follow each other. So that's exciting stuff. But I'm going to tell you this, we're going to be back talking uh, again into the year or something. And you're going to say, wow, like at, when we started talking at the end of August, I can't believe how much it's changed by the end of the year. The things that are coming are killer. I can't say anymore. Uh, I'm very, very excited about it. Um, I, I've kind of stayed in a constant state of excitement with everything that you guys are doing. Cause like you said, from when, when we first got introduced to when we first started talking about, you know, the changes that were coming to now, it all feels like a whirlwind, but you guys just keep pushing and keep improving. And it's something that uh, we're, we're super happy to, to be able to be involved with. Um, so part of our, like I said, it was in unknown golf subscription is going to be part of our member dues this year um, to get involved with most of the high cotton club events. You don't have to be a member except for our member members, stuff like that. Um, but you get the incentives of some gifts, uh, some merchandise, as well as the ability to qualify through jackpots, qualify for our regional team, stuff like that. And so because, as you mentioned, we do jackpots through unknown, um, you know, players need to be able to go in, create their own jackpot, do all that stuff. So we folded the unknown golf subscription right into the membership. And I think that it's going to really prove to uh, be useful for people when – I personally have never been a stats guy. And now I get in my unknown portal and I'm looking at my par threes, par fours, par fives. I'm looking at all these different things um, at my trends. And, and you know, I, I think that um, we're probably just at the tip of the iceberg without knowing any insider information with that stuff. But I, I imagine that, um, you know, the, the guys who have kind of been searching for that, and I know that there are some guys who have been searching for that, are finally going to be able to get their kicks with uh, the subscription. I'll tell you that one of the, you know, you're right about all the stats and, and we have major updates coming um, around player stats and things you can track and whatever. But one of the ones that's available right now that I think I like, although it kind of depresses me at times when I look at it, is um, if you in your my stats section, you can go into courses. And if you have a course that you consistently, regularly play multiple rounds on, um, it will compare your own personal play history and show you what your handicap holes are versus what the course rated handicap holes are. So I go in and look at a couple of the courses that I play and I'm like, oh, look, there's the 17th handicap hole for everybody in the world. And yet it's the number eight for me. Like, really? That's very Am I that bad. Am I that bad? Um, that's and, a great you know, trend. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, but then I look and I see, okay, well, the 11th handicap hole for a lot of people is my number 17. And this is not over like a couple of rounds, by the way, like this is over extensive. So there, I just you know there's so many things out there that if you want to get into it, um, it's one of the reasons that we're excited about, uh, you know, being a part of this with high cotton and, 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 you know, being able to include it in your, your uh, membership. Cause you guys are a bunch of avid golfers who love to compete love to have fun you all want to win um and that really fits the profile of like who the unknown golfer um is we believe and so when we're putting these things out and we're rolling all the new features out that have already come and what's coming it's really for players just like the high cotton club golfers that's that's uh what you all consistently tell us that you want to see your feedback that we get from around the country. So we're really pumped up about it. Well, if anybody's listening and isn't part of the High Cotton Club, make sure to check us out on Instagram at the High Cotton Club. There's links in our bios to find out some more information. Shoot us a, G a DM to join Discord because, like I said, you're not uh, a membership is not a requirement to get involved with our events by any means. Even if you're just passing through town and it's the same time as an event, please feel free to join us. But um, you know, there are some incentives like the merchandise and stuff like that. And uh, a huge incentive this year is something that you guys are doing and hosting us for the pinnacle parlay. 
um, something that started kind of organically between me and Josh from Supercell, um, the High Cotton Club and the Supercell guys really, really hit it off well at, at Bruff Creek National last year. He caddied for me in the, in the finals. And um, then we uh, I, I kicked it off again at the Extinction and wanted to uh, get together after I went to your member guest. You were kind enough um, or, or foolish enough to have me as your guest. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, we I had such a great time at Pinnacle. I was like, all right, this is, you know, a great place to meet. So Josh and I wanted to get together. And then, you know, we were tossing around, brought it to you and said, why not get some more folks involved? And you just went off and ran with them from there. Yeah, uh, we're we're um, honored to be able to try to put something like this together um, to not only have you and some of your crew back out that I haven't got to meet, get Josh and some of his crew, but but uh, several other um, roost leaders and and uh, players from different roosts around the country, um, and it's you know our motivation is is a few things. Um, I said before, like we we love to get feedback, we love to get ideas, we want to know. So we want to hear that from the core players that are out there that we know really fit the model of what we look for in in our subscribers and our users. Um, we want to compete, and have fun. Listen, we like to compete over here at Unknown Golf, and uh, you know, we we may have a little team uh, that we want to see uh, who could play with us, but. But we love to compete. We love to have fun. And um, we, you know, we're really uh, pumped and honored to be able to just have you guys come in. Let's let's fellowship together. Let's learn. Help us be better. Um, let us help you learn more about how to use the system. And then let's go play some golf and compete. And, and it'll be a good, uh, good two or three days uh, of being together. I feel so fortunate to have been able to have experiences uh, to play with Bill, to play with you, to play with Justin, um, you know, to be able to, to check out your whole setup. And, and I said it um, on last week's podcast on the intro, you know, there, there's a lot of people um, that, that work very hard in this business um, talking about golf at large. I haven't met a more solid collective group of people than you guys. Um, you're just, you're fantastic. And so for other people to come in to, and to get that experience to actually be able to meet you guys, shake your hands, put faces to names and and to be able to realize that, man, this crew is solid. They just love the game of golf. They want to help improve the game of golf and uh, they're doing it in a really cool and exciting way. Um, I think it's going to be a fantastic weekend and an opportunity that I'm very much looking, looking forward to. Um, we've had, uh, I think three, qualifiers try to get in at this point so um three guys want to go fourth maybe maybe in maybe out so you know might end up to where we have to pick somebody but i'm very much looking forward to to bringing some guys to arkansas for the pinnacle parlay at uh, pinnacle country club well, i will introduce them to the challenge button if they show up uh, i would expect nothing less and yeah i know that you're talking about you know you guys being competitive i'm well aware you guys will have your sticks out um, I, I have a lesson tomorrow. We're getting back in the lab. We got to get right for this fall swing um, and, and get right to, I got to impress you. You know, I, I let you down last time. I got to come back, show up and, and show that um, that was a fluke. Hey, we competed. We, you know, you uh, sometimes Cinderella doesn't always make it till midnight, but uh, we, get, we did make it to the ball. That's right. That's right. And uh, it was a fantastic experience. I'll never be able to thank you enough for that. And uh, thank you and everybody at Unknown for everything that you've done for the High Cotton Club um, from, you know, all the, the way back from when you guys first got involved. I guess it was technically 2022 um, when you guys first got involved with our first event and all the way to now we're in our 2024 season. So um, thank you and uh, thank you to everybody else at Unknown. Our pleasure. Um, we love being a part of it. Um, we we talk about you guys every day um, at the High Cotton Club and, and across all the roosts, and we've made so many great relationships. Um, and really just looking forward to, to making more. Looking forward to the guys that you bring here to compete with us and looking forward to getting back out there in uh, 24 and meeting all the rest of the crew that uh, that didn't make it and um, just see what you guys are all about. And, and just 
You just feel that camaraderie. I just need some guys to step up and be able to beat Connor. Like he literally is always seems like he's always like in the winners thing. He's always like like surely there's some guys in your group that could beat Connor and take you down. I just I just I keep waiting to see that. The Grissom Cup was uh was my I think maybe my worst event to date. Um didn't get a win all weekend long, three matches. Um yeah, I mean, like you said, sometimes Cinderella. So, you know, uh we gotta get back to the drawing board. Um, I've been grinding. We're we're trying to do all the right things um behind the scenes and we'll see if it yeah. translates to the golf course. But um in the meantime, yeah, like you said, I'm very excited to uh to compete with you, compete against you, and just to get out there to Arkansas with a bunch of great folks, um, folks from across the country that um uh, we've been able to meet, some that we haven't been able to meet, but all good folks that we're looking forward to hanging out with. For sure, for sure. Excited about it. Can't get here soon enough. Well, thank you to everybody who's listened to this portion of Dialed In, a podcast by the High Con Club. Stay tuned for me and Johnny Stu recapping a little bit of this and a whole lot more. Welcome in. This is Dialed In, a podcast by the High Cotton Club, episode 62. This is your co-host, Johnny Stew, and join with me as always, El Capitan, Connor Hendrickson, a.k.a. Lefty Sauce, coming to you from High Cotton Headquarters, Casa de Hendrickson. Got plenty of classic golf to discuss today, uh, along with a lot of in- other information on upcoming events, but how are we doing today, Cap? I am so much better than I was when it was 110 outside. It is beautiful weather here in Middle Tennessee. Um, I know that Labor Day is right around the corner, and uh, I think it's going to heat up a little bit to start September, but um, fall is just about here, and I'm very excited to to get into fall golf. Um, not so excited to get into winter golf, but hey, we're going to enjoy the fall while it's coming. Yeah, the weather is beautiful. I drove by the golf course on the way here. The parking lot is packed on a Thursday afternoon. You love to see it, and uh, I'll take hot weather over cold weather, though. Yeah. You give me 100 degrees over 32 degrees every time. Every time. No doubt about that. Um, but uh, you know, I say no doubt about that. I'm more likely to stay inside when it's 100 degrees than I am when it's 32 degrees. I don't know about golf-wise, but just in terms of getting in and outside, yeah, I, I'm going to conserve my energy in the heat. I've never not played golf because it's too hot. Yeah. But I have not played golf because it's too cold. That's That's fair. That's fair. Uh, well, as everybody just heard, uh, I sat down with D-May from Unknown Golf earlier this week. Um, Stu, what did you think about that conversation? That was very interesting to, to hear about some of the things they have going on with Unknown Golf and how they're trying to adapt the the experience for everyone. And uh, I don't know how much you want to dive into it, but one thing that that really stood out to me that something I've never even thought of before was how they're going to make it where you, you pretty much are handicapping your own holes on say your own golf course, you know, and you can compare that to how the holes are actually handicapped. We, we were kind of talking about it off air and I was sitting there thinking, was like, that makes a lot of sense because like at legacy number five is the number one handicap hole. And I said, I bet it's the easiest hole for me. So I bet it would be my 18th rank hole. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm very excited to, to see that stat and to see how those trends develop over some of the courses that, that we play more often, obviously you with the legacy. Um, I, I think that all of our guys should hopefully, or the majority of our guys should be able to kind of establish those trends at Park Mammoth. And I think that is gonna be very interesting to see who struggles where up there because um, that's such a kind of uh, subjective uh, in terms of difficulty golf course, you know, what gets in your head and what doesn't. Yeah, and I think that's really helpful information if you're if you're actually someone who loves to track your stats and, and look at where you can improve, uh, it's great to know what stretches of the golf course you really need to try and make changes to. Um, I know when I'm playing, I tend to struggle on two and 13 at Legacy a lot. Um, just from you know experience, it would be, it'd be really interesting to see if the stats actually back that up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that and uh, all the other stuff that they have coming down the line because I know that they have a lot more. But hope that everybody enjoyed that conversation. If you have any questions, obviously feel free to reach out. But uh, we'll be sitting down with them um, semi-regularly and kind of getting updates on the process and what's going on because we appreciate their support and their involvement in the High Cotton Club very much and 
all the folks who have joined the High Cotton Club for the 2024 membership um, have their unknown subscriptions activated. Um, everybody, you know, has been paid on our end or reimbursed on our end. So we appreciate everybody's, you know, uh, patience and support very much. Um, the support that we got from all these guys is great and truly from the bottom of my heart, we appreciate it um, to have all these guys buy in is that's what we're looking for. So uh, we look forward to having some more guys buy in. I know that a bunch of the guys, we'll talk about it here in a minute, um, but the Gallup, you know, a bunch of guys who, who are free agents haven't quite paid their member dues yet. So they, they'll jump on the train as well and hope we can finish um, this year as strong as we did last year and even stronger. Yeah, and, and jumping back to uh, D. May's conversation, his closing uh, statements about somebody needing to come on and take Connor down and put him in his place. D. May, let me tell you, I would, but he just won't play me. Every time that I, I try to set something up, every time I try to call him out, he just ducks me. I think he, he just, he, I think he picks his fights. This is something that I was actually talking about with my chiropractor yesterday. Um, if I'm going to go and like try to beat you, I have to hate your guts for 18 holes. And I just like you, like I don't want to get in that mental space with you. Um, you know, and that's, that's the, the place that I struggle a lot is, you know, if I'll get up in a match, I might kind of lose that, that edge and, you know, kind of start chatting up the guy. You, you know, it, you, you'd hate me by the end of 18, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we wouldn't even get to 18 because I just, yeah, I don't think, I mean, we'll find out, you know, possibly there, there's a path for us to play in the Classic. Um, so we'll see if we end up getting there. Um, but talking about, um, before we move on, with a little bit of the unknown golf stuff, the Pinnacle Parlay Qualifier, um, the last guy who is currently signed up to qualify is Joshua Tyler. He was playing um, Thursday morning up at Park Mammoth. And uh, while we're recording this, not quite finished for this round, but doesn't look like he's going to uh, reach Ben Sercio or Ricky Silvestri. So looking like it will be myself, Ricky Silvestri, and Ben Sercio going over to uh, Pinnacle um, in Arkansas. But we'll see. You never know what could happen. Um, a lot of things could change um, between now and when we lock that in. Yeah, and honestly, plus 11, the quota at playing at a zero is Ricky's. Yeah, he shot a 32 on the front. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, one of those was an eagle, so that really it helped. It seems like he's hitting it really well, too. Like, I, I feel like here recently, I, I, kept, I keep hearing everybody saying how, how good Ricky's hitting it, but I haven't got to play with him in months. Playing uh, in that scramble that we played together, um, playing with him in that scramble that we played together over at Pine Creek, um, yeah, like he was just hitting the ball significantly further than me um, and hitting some really, really good iron shots. So... Um, neither one of us had our best stuff that day, but you can definitely see the potential that he's kind of grown in his game, and his ceiling's gotten a lot higher, and I don't think his floor is quite where it used to be. Yeah, and as somebody who doesn't hit it significantly far like you, why do you carry two drivers? I don't carry two drivers anymore. That's an old, that's, that's old news. <laughs> okay. That is old news. I, I carry one driver and uh, the Frankenwood. Um, but, yeah, the, the driver off the deck is – been uh it's not been what it used to be so we got to get that figured out but um somewhere where i hope that driver off the deck comes back into play is the yellow hammer at cherokee ridge country club that's coming up october 14th um it's going to be a fantastic time cherokee ridge has been uh very helpful in kind of getting us set up for this event this is a private country club that they are giving us for the day on a saturday i mean that's that's big stuff yeah, how did we um, how did we settle on this? Do we have any connection there? Or? Yeah, so they reached out to uh, DMay actually because they saw that we're unknown golf and they just wanted to host us. And they said, you know, we're pretty much going to act like this is a rainout day, and we're going to give you guys a great rate so that you guys can blow this thing out, and make it um, really. They wanted it to be Alabama. Obviously, we always want the Yellowhammer to be Alabama's signature event. They wanted it to be Alabama's version of the Extinction. So that's what we've worked to to create. Yep, that's. That would be insane if we can have an event like that in Alabama. I'm, I'm excited to see this golf course. I mean, that's why I signed up like six and a half seconds after you opened it. Yeah, if we can have, you know, one kind of major event in the spring and June at Park Mammoth and then one in the fall in Alabama, I think it would just kind of uh, 
who know I mean our schedule is crazy already but um, some details about this event like I said Saturday October 14th it'll be at 12 o'clock um, 12:30 shotgun start um, announcements will start at 12 o'clock we're gonna have a three-man alternate shot derby just like we do it at the extinction um, it's gonna be 18 plus holes of golf so that's 18 plus the derby um, you'll get range access obviously there's going to be a gift bag exceeding $150 in value. We have some great gifts lined up. Um, lunch, dinner, and drinks um, at the golf course. Yeti coolers for close to the pins, just like the Extinction. Um, payouts for top five and three flights. So that 18 holes of uh, competition will be uh, Stableford quota, and each flight will be flighted by handicap. So you're going to be going up against people similar to your own handicap, and you're going to be playing against your own quota. So really everybody's going to have a chance to get involved and, and get a chance to win in this event um, and then we'll be paying out the top five in each of those three flights um, the derby that i alluded to the three-man alternate shot derby we're going to have vessel vessel luggage for the derby winners the vessel luggage is so good will robinson and i ordered it for ourselves just because hey if if we win we you know we got two but if we don't we got it it's so good we could not miss the opportunity to have that in our repertoire I hope I win it so I can rub it in D Ball's face like he rubs his gallop backpack in my face. Well, this uh, this same vessel luggage um, that will be up for grabs at the Yellow Hammer will be up for grabs at the Gallop as well. So, um, kind of you know, two birds, one stone right there. This piece is is that good that we said we're just going to do it twice. Um, close to the pins, as I mentioned, on all the par threes, um, and um, registration will be closing um, September. 23rd so that's saturday september 23rd registration will be closing and all payments must be submitted it's 235 dollars for this event again that's 18 holes your gift bag lunch dinner close to the pin prizes payouts and uh, prizes for the derbies and a donation to a local charity so 235 for the public or for high cotton club members and then 205 for cherokee ridge country club members so hoping to have a bunch of those guys and kind of be able to show them uh, what the high cotton club does and how we do it best. Yeah, and I love a good quota game. We've, we've done it a few times in the past, like in other events. I don't think I ever played it worth a dang. It's a tough <laughs> format. Yeah. It is a tough format. And really, you know, it's with the way the handicap system is set up, it's only designed for one or two guys to hit their quota that day, right? Um, so somebody's got to go have a good day. But realistically, because of the format, everybody has a chance. You mm -hmm. just got to show up and you got to play your best golf. Yep, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's. Uh, have you have you played that golf course before? I have not, but some of our Alabama guys have. I've seen a bunch of the pictures that um, Pete Sands, the GM, has sent over for us to kind of use on our social media, and it looks awesome. Um, Will mentioned I think 17 is that really skinny par three green um, that he posted on the refuge, and we'll be posting Saturday on Instagram. Um, but yeah, that's a it's a wicked hole. Is. Um so it's a country club. Is it? Uh, you happen to know like how old it is or any history behind Cherokee uh, Ridge Country Club? Yeah, I, I don't know how old it is. I don't know um, a ton of the history, but I know that Pete, um, the GM, moved from Florida to kind of help revamp and revitalize this place. On a bunch of their Instagrams, their hashtag is Restore the Ridge. So they're kind of trying to revitalize this place, bring it back to life, similar to what JT Meese is doing over at Limestone. Um, and... From everything that I've seen, it looks like they're definitely headed in the right direction and just looking for a little bit of uh, maybe validation from us that they are headed in that right direction. Yeah, because when you, when you think about typically where we go and, and where we like to have events, usually a, country clubs are not typically lining up to allow us to, to come out there and do this. So it's that's amazing. Like, take your hat off to them for, let, for letting us come out there and do that. We'll try to be on our best behavior. A thousand percent. We need to. Uh, we really need to fill this field up so that we can show our appreciation um, for them allowing us to to be able to create such value with this event and to be able to take over their country club. Uh, when you know this is obviously it's a Saturday in the fall. College football is is a thing, but it's 2023. We can stream any games that you want to stream. Um, set up the iPad in your cart. I'm sure, they have charging ports in their cart. Um, you'll be fine, and yeah, just enjoy the day. Enjoy getting outside for some, some fog off. The weather should be fantastic, and I'm uh, very, very much looking forward to uh, getting out there. I just realized, though, on this flyer that I posted everywhere, it says that it's uh, Saturday, October 14th, 2024, because it's part of our 2024 season. So I'll, 
I'll correct that as soon as the podcast is over. Just a Monday detail. Golly. What, what a guy. I said in the Discord the other day, if I had a dollar for every time I mess up one little thing. <laughs> it, you usually end up catching it, though, and calling yourself out on it. You usually notice it before anybody else does. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. I mean, how many places have I posted this and nobody said a thing? <laughs> Oh, we, we know what you mean. <laughs> 2023, 2024. I don't know. Uh, same difference. Who knows these things? It, it, you know, we're on the Madden method over here in the Icon <laughs> Club. Uh, but again, a great event. So sign up through the player portal in Unknown Golf. If you're not a member and you're listening to the podcast, you can go to our Instagram at the High Cotton Club. Um, go to the link in our bio and you can register there. Um, just one minor detail, an active USGA or Gen Handicap is required. Um, Unknown Golf. Handicap scoring, got to have it. Yep. Make sure you sign up, keep posting those scores, and try and have a, uh, you know, extinction-like event down there. I think this place is set up well for it, and, you know, we really appreciate appreciate them, uh, you know, hosting us. Absolutely. And the gifts are going to be phenomenal. First uh, batch of gifts rolls in this Friday, I think, um, and then we have, you know, some Tervis cups coming in the the stuff that we're working on with sunfish is great um but yeah lots of great stuff in the merchandise um sector coming with a bunch of these events so stay tuned something that uh we always crush the merchandise with and uh something similar to what the folks at the rudder and anchor high marina crush with everything they do is the high cotton classic and we'll be going back to the rudder and anchor high marina to kick off the seventh edition of the high cotton classic i've already posted the date and details of our kickoff in Calcutta party. We're going Saturday at the Masters. I've been in touch with uh, Miss Sherry over at the Rudder. We're very much looking forward to getting down there. But I'll tell you what, the heat uh, over the past couple weeks affected their business. You know, it's, it's tough when you're on the water and it's 110 degrees. Who knows how, how hot it, it's feeling down there if there's no breeze. So um, as the weather is cooling down, make sure that you go check out the Rudder at Anchor High Marina at 126 River Road. Open Tuesday through Sunday with happy hour um, almost every day of the week. Live music going on all the time. Great food, great drinks. Um, make sure you check them out. Again, that's the Rudder at Anchor High Marina at 126 River Road. We appreciate them very much and everything that Patrick Patton is doing for the High Cotton Club and has done. Crushes everything that he does in and out, and we appreciate all of them very much. Yes, we do. They, Of course, Patrick and the Rudder have been with us since day one. And this is great weather to sit by the lake with a little beverage yeah right now there is no better weather than uh what is it outside right now probably uh 82 maybe with the humidity um let's see let me 75 75 with the humidity sunny and 75 there is no better temperature to go outside and drink a cold beverage i think i'll have two all right well have your two and let's talk about the high cotton classic because you did something that i did not expect would happen in this edition of the high cotton classic you locked up your pod after stage two. Um, bit of an unfortunate scenario where um, Josh Butterfield, Peyton Falk, and uh, Brad Stuhlreier and Adam Dahl, um, they came uh, into a tie at 18 at the Legacy a few days ago. These guys, they're pushing daylight anyway, so as soon as they finished, and as soon as I saw that they finished, I called. Um, I didn't call quick enough. They already had stuff loaded up. They didn't seem to care about doing a any form of playoff and so they just said you know split the points it's exactly what we did so that set you up in a position to go out to hermitage with mr burris against um an injured team devin and wes um wes would have liked to have pushed back this match a week we would have given him the chance based on his injury and based on uh, some of these guys being involved in the grissom cup but um, his partner couldn't even make that work so you guys went out to the hermitage and played and um, you got it done before 17 you locked up your pod, but why don't you talk us through how that happened a little bit? Yeah, so shout out to Wes for kind of fighting through that. And he had a bit of a shoulder injury uh, pop up on him late. And we tried to, of course, he requested an extension, and we were fine with that. Um, we tried to lock up some, some dates within the next you know, week to try and get it in and give him time to get his shoulder better and, you know, whether it was Debro or me, we just couldn't we couldn't lock up another date. So uh, he came out, grinded through it. I brought him a little uh, menthol rub to put on his shoulder. Uh, had my made sure to have Debro put it on for him. 
And uh, he seemed like he didn't seem like it was painful or anything, but he 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 didn't play well. I think it you know as well as he wanted to. I think it was affecting him a, a little bit. Um, but I tell you, for um, I haven't played that much with uh, like in a group with Wes. He's got some tempo in his swing. Oh yeah, I'm pretty does. jealous of. He does have tempo. <laughs> I mean, abundantly. He, he is tempo town with it, and uh, and he really wasn't hitting bad shots. Like he he would you know aim down the left side to hit a cut like he normally would, and he would like hit it dead straight, and it just something. It was just a little off. Just you know one to five percent off, and that was kind of but, a big difference on that day. But you know, Devereaux played really well. I mean, he he. Picked up any slack and and took us all the way to six every time that we kind of thought we could finish it and close it out. Devro would hit a shot in there, like hit a shot in there tighter than you know me or Burris could hit it in there. He's a <laughs> dog. He is an absolute dog. Just like Devro, chill, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> he was fighting for his life, man. I I respect it. Um, oh. At at that point, like it was all on him for that entire pot. Yeah. So we. Um, and of course, I, I filled him in before we teed off kind of the situation that uh, basically the other two teams in our pod were mathematically eliminated, and whoever won, if, if, if one of our teams could win on 17 or earlier, the pod was over. So uh, that kind of raised the stakes, kind of made it a winner-take-all match. And of course, we played the President's Reserve side, and it was just in fantastic shape. It was... It, I haven't been out there this year. Usually, I I play it a couple times a year, and you know, I scramble or something. I uh, haven't been out there this year, but it was it was in great shape. Started out on the first hole, and I I think I drained a thirty footer for birdie to go one up, and it stayed pretty tight. We meet Burris and I got off to a quick start though, because we we went uh, birdie and then. Uh, Par five, I think, is number two, right? And Burris hit it on a two, two putted. Um, par three, we both we all hit good shots in there and had putts, and we all parred. And then, but I think we birdied four after that, so we were like three up through four. And that ended up being the differential that, yeah. that sealed it up. And you know, like coming down to the end, of course, you have the par three fifteenth. Debro hits in there just over the pin. I hit it in the bunker. Burris hits it to like 10 feet. Um, Debro gets up and down to tie to keep the match alive. Next hole, West sprays it right into the tall stuff. Debro hits it down the middle. I hit it to about 18 feet. Debro steps up, hits it to about five. <laughs> and then Burris hits it to about eight feet. Burris makes his putt, and Devereaux just lifts it out, mm. and that was that was the end of the match there. Oh. But it had a little like it would have been different because when we got there, we you know Devereaux and I was talking on the driving range, and I asked him you know which which tee do you prefer, and he's like I don't really care, just anything kind of around sixty five hundred is is good with me, and so we picked the blue tees, and the blue tees ended up taking away you know a few strokes from us. From, from me, from him, from Wes, just because you're moving up on a lower rating. And he lost a shot on 16, which would have kept that's, the match going. That's tough. That was the that was the one shot he lost, was uh, the one that was on 16. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> tough to kind of like play those games because you never know how that little bit of distance could have changed the whole out, outcome of the match. But, yeah, that's, that's a tough scene. Um, but congratulations to you. Um, still, you know, valiant playing by Butterfield and Falk and um, Stu and Dahl. Stu mm-hmm. and Dahl made a, a valiant comeback um, on the back nine of that match at the Legacy earlier this week to uh, to get it to all square and to even, you know, put you in the position to be able to lock this pot up. So, um, you know, maybe you owe Stu number two a little uh, cold beverage yourself. Yeah, uh, I've already – I told him the next match, I'll, I'll open the bar tab up for you, just come to the Legacy, we'll – you know the match doesn't mean anything, so we'll just uh, we'll have a good time. He can he can. I'll let him tell me what my handicap is, <laughs> and that's what I'll play too. <laughs> that, that's a good man right there. Um, 
in the tourist sauce group, um, Roden and Cooey and Rock and Sock and Appleton. We talked about this match on the last week's pod. Um, it ended up being Appleton and Rock and Sock one up. And we also talked about Beers and Sandell um, versus Hawks and Rec. Hawks and Rec ended up winning that match four and two. So that group is standing right now with Roten and Cooey at five, Hawks and Rec and Beers and Sandell at four and a half, and Appleton and Rock and Sock at four. So um, with stage three coming up where Roten and Cooey play Beers and Sandell and Rock and Sock and Appleton play Hawks and Rec, a lot of stuff can happen. Pretty much everything is up in the air um, based on the Beers, Sandell, and Roten and Cooey match. If Beers and Sandell can go out there and get it done, that opens up a whole can of worms. Yeah, it looks like Roten and Cooey can control their own destiny if they go out and take care of business and the everyone else needs a little bit of help. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing as well. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun to watch that pod and uh, see where these guys ended up getting their matches sorted out. Um, down in Alabama in the Office Hours pod, shout out Bama Bearcat, Mr. Michael Wolf. Um, Josh Hollingsworth and D-Ball um, beat um, Carter, Carter Smith, Garrett Smith and Carter Karras. I mix up those guys' first names. I apologize. Um, they won four and three. Josh loves Terry Pines, or TP Country Club as it is known now. Um, good for them. Getting it done. Um, Everybody just mark that in your in your book. Don't play Josh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, not much else to say there. Uh, Mace and Will and Jackson and Nick, um, they received an extension due to uh, Will's involvement in the Grissom Cup and some stuff that Jackson had going on. So they will be getting their match in um, this coming Sunday um, at Bentbrook. Be interesting to see how that match turns out. Um, obviously, that pod, um, kind of a lot up in the air until we see where that one shakes out. But right now, if Mason will win that match, it's going to be a winner-take-all in Stage 3 between them and Dustin Ball and Josh Hollingsworth. Yeah, and that's, uh, that would be interesting. It, Hollingsworth and D-Ball against Mason Will. I mean, I, I don't know how to pick it. It's, it's, it's a tough pick. Uh, could flip a coin. Could be right either way. Um, in the strapped pod, um, Austin Gervais and Rollin Peterson and uh, Alex Kreider and Jordan Miller also received an extension um, due to their involvement in the Christmas Cup. So um, they will be playing on September 2nd at 6.30 in the morning at Harpeth Hills. Dew busting at the hills. Uh, they will be done before the dew is gone. Um, that, that is tough on Alex to drive all the way from White House to get to Harpeth Hills in time to, I mean, can you even warm up for a 6.30 round? I think you just, no. I, you have to I, pay I, after the round at that point, right? Yeah, I think you're, I think you're getting there. Um, you're playing right behind the mowers. I think you're playing in front of the mowers at that point. Um, yeah, tough, tough scene for those guys, but they'll be getting it in. Um, kudos to them for making an effort to get it in without, um, you know, going past their extension and without having to take it to a committee for an absolute decision. That, that makes me think of something. When I used to work in a pro shop, there would be many days where I probably had too many the night before and the pro shop wouldn't be open because I would be late and guys would just have to pay at the turn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. It's, it's fine. As long as you're coming back in, it's fine. Nobody knows. Harpeth is an interesting choice, though. That's, it's, that's a bit of a tight golf course from what I remember. I, I kind of like Jordan and Kreider as like a sleeper pick in the in the whole thing. I'm I'm not. We'll be. I'll be interested to see how Kreider plays Harper Hills. Yeah, um, I am pulling for Kreider and Miller in this one because if they win this one, then I I think we pretty well have our pod locked up um, because we me and Turley beat Ross Brown and Owen McCallum four at two um, at Hermitage, and so we're going to be playing Ryan Peterson and Austin Gervais at the Legacy. Um, Gervais agreed to that as long as he gets to pick the tees and had the idea to pick red tees at first. Um, that, that's exactly what was just in my head. I was like, Gervais is crazy ass. is probably going to pick like the red tees. But then I, I sent him the handicaps and like, I'm a plus six from the red tees. <laughs> He's like a two. So I, I think he realized like, yeah, this isn't going to work for us. Um, so let's go ahead. And uh, I think he decided to go the opposite direction. We're going to play blue tees. 
I've I've always been on the boat that I would rather play back as far as I can and get as many pots as I can because I can make par from any tee. The if you're going to give me more pops to move back, that's fine because I'll probably make just as many pars from the blues as I would the whites. I'd rather have the pops, you know. Yeah, I mean, legacy's not too far either way, even if you go all the way back. And so, whatever he decides to do will be just fine by me. <laughs> if he wanted to give me red tees where I get to hit wedges all day, okay. If you want to give me white tees where I get to hit wedges all day, okay. And have you ever went out around and just like played the red tees? Yeah, the legacy? yeah, not as a legacy. It's tight. Oh yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's tight. That's fine. It's not that easy. That's 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 perfectly okay. Have you forgot who I'm playing? <laughs> tight is fine. I love you, Gervais. But when he started like talking smack in, in the uh, in our little text thread, I sent a picture of him at the top of his backswing at the legacy, and he's so laid off. I Photoshop. A, a rack of beer on top and I said beers on Gervais <laughs> and you know as soon as he asked if he could pick the tees he was probably in you knew where the wheels were turning yeah yeah <laughs> okay oh yeah no that's fine e- either way however that shakes out we're gonna have a ton of fun that day and we're very much looking forward to it I texted Rollin on the side because we we got into a bit of trash talking I was like I hope you know like I love just messing with Austin. I love him, but I just love messing with him. So I'm very much looking forward to this and, and meeting Rollin and appreciate their support and participation. Obviously, Austin was a huge part of making this edition of the Classic even pop off by being able to fill the field with uh, both Ross Brown, Owen McCallum, and himself and Rollin Peterson. So we appreciate all those guys very much and look forward to seeing how this third stage of the High Con- third stage of the sixth edition of the High Cotton Classic turns out. Yeah, and here in a couple of weeks we'll um, we'll have a really good picture of how the rest of this season is going to how the rest of the classic is going to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. To, I haven't actually looked at it like bracket to bracket as far as you know potential matchups when the pods are done. Um, so Taurus Austin Film Room will face off in the semifinals. So that would be. You know, if the the leader of each pod was to advance right now, say that's Roten and Kubi versus you and Burris. Um, and then it's office hours versus Strat. So it's, you know, Hollingsworth or D-Ball, Mace or Will, something like that, versus me and Turley um, or somebody else. Dang. Yeah. You know, my heart just fluttered a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of cheering for Roten now mm-hmm. because I, I want him to come out of that bracket. I, uh, I thought you might. You're excited. You, you can't I'm even excited. contain your excitement right now. I'm excited. I wish your uh, your emotions were able to come through the uh, the speakers because you're just grinning from ear to ear. He's probably going to try to get his handicap up to a 10 by then, but it won't matter. He's going to need all those shots. <laughs> well, um, I, I don't mean to throw anybody um, under the bus or into the mud, but we've had some conversations in the Discord lately. Um, some people have been out at 12 Stones, and... I'm very interested to see how how the course progresses through the fall. Yeah, um, I actually talked to Sam the other day because I was going to go out there and play. Um, me, it was it was Burris's birthday, and we were just going to go somewhere else and play. And um, he got me a tee time, but he said, "Hey, just uh, let you know, they're nowhere near ready. Like they're just not healthy. They're bumpy, and I think he." Um, he just texted me a day or two ago saying that he's postponing that tournament he was he was doing just because the greens aren't ready. And that was my fear um, when we were initially talking about taking the Grissom Cup there is that if they push to reopen mm-hmm. just a little too soon and they're not ready, you know they're they're already going to price for being ready, um, and that's just a tough juxtaposition. Do you th- is it? Do you get the sense that they just opened a little too early? Maybe, but. In my experience, when you're putting in the tip eagle, that it it does take time. Um, I'm trying to think back of, you know, when you know Towie is the last one I can remember that put in brand new tip eagle, and I went out and played it like pretty soon after it, and they were a little bumpy, but it doesn't sound like they were as bumpy as, as what we're hearing here. I'm just I'm curious if it's just the grass or if maybe there's an issue with what they the way they did it or 
it's a weird piece of ground out there. So I don't. Hopefully they'll. Hopefully they'll. I'm sure they'll get better. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll definitely get better. It's just it's a, a tough scene right now, but we're we're pulling for them and hoping the best for them. Uh, I know that they're they're changing things up a little bit, but we still want to see everybody around Nashville for the most part. Everybody around Nashville succeed. Um, it's a really fun layout. I love it. It's one of my favorite layouts around Nashville, and they've always been gracious to us. Um, obviously, Sam is one of our guys, so we appreciate. And the sand trap, bangs is the best part about Twelve Stones. I don't care if they turned into Augusta conditions. The sand trap is still the best. <laughs> the sand trap smacks. It's a, it's a great spot. Um, so moving on um, to, before we get into some of the questions um, from last week that we missed, I would like to uh, just hear your thoughts, talk a little bit um, briefly about the gallop at the Grasslands. Oh, so I'm really looking forward to having a partner this year. <laughs> me and, me and PMAC are gonna play together. Uh, I love Foxland. I I go any any opportunity I get to go play it. I go play it. I mean, it's a championship layout. It's got tees for everybody. Zoysia fairways, brand new, great greens. Uh, the facilities are perfect. Plus, I have Sergio's member number. Um, I had that written down. I'll make sure I'll make sure to send that out in a group text for everyone who signs up. And uh, there's no way the weather can be worse than it was last year. And I still had a blast last year with no partner. Yeah, I mean, you, you grinded. Um, I, I'm very much looking forward to you having a partner as well this year because the, the idea that you could win your match and then go into an alternate shot derby having to alternate with yourself um, just terrifies me. So uh, we appreciate Paul getting involved and look forward to him. Um, hate that he's on his kind of like Bond Boy Oz tour, um, but we're very much looking forward to, to being able to build some more memories with him before he heads back home to uh, to the other side of the pond. I, I hate it. I don't even want to talk about it. But um, the member member, for those of you who don't know, the Gallup at the Grasslands, um, registration um, is open, but registration closes September 30th. The event itself is going to be Saturday, November 11th. Um, it's going to be 18 holes of four ball match play and then a three-man, um, or a, a, not a three-man, excuse me, a two-man alternate shot aggregate playoff between all of the winners um, for three holes, and then a sudden death playoff between the top two finishers um, at that point. Yeah, and how many, I know there's several free agents out there. How many? There are um, currently eight free agents, and we have, I believe, three teams, two active teams um, on the sign-up list, and then one on the wait list. So that's you know, almost a full field. Yeah, I mean, it, if you get, we've got that many free agents. I mean, everybody just, we, you've got contacts in the Discord. Pick, you know, reach out and and get you a partner. There, it seems like there's plenty of people who want to play. You just need to pair up. Yeah, the free agent list is pinned in the Gallup thread in the Discord. So get in there, find a new partner. Um, you know, Thomas Salters threw his hat in the ring not too long ago. So. Um, there's plenty of opportunity if all those guys join plus we get um, I know we'll be getting Kreider and Klingon off the wait list here soon um, then we will be one team shy of a full field if my math is correct yeah I mean like I found my partner because when you announced it you know PMAX said it was going to be his last event I'm not even sure I asked him I think I just said I'm going to I'm going to pair myself with Paul <laughs> I'm not even sure if, I'm not even sure if I asked him or not he wouldn't say no to that anyway how, how could he um so yeah, please get involved with that. Sign up for that. Um, like we said, you have to be a member because of it's our member member, but it's well worth it. The gifts for this event are going to be fantastic. Some of the contests that we're going to be doing, um, and it, I, like I mentioned, we're going to be doing vessel um, bags for the actual winners. Um, so very excited about what we're doing for this one. It's going to be bigger and better than last year. I, I can assure you of that. And I guarantee the weather's better. It's got to be. I don't think there's any way for it to be worse. If we got rained out, it would be worse. Well, so you rained got, out, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't be out there playing in it. Yeah, but then we're we can't even talk about that stuff. I'll just keep knocking on wood over here. All right, let's dive into the questions that um, we skipped over last week. Um, most of these are based off of the Grissom Cup. Um, so if you're you know new, go ahead and listen back to last week's episode. Um, Will Robinson asked for the exit velo of Kreider's drive on seven. 
Man, I think it was probably had to be pushing 180. Oh boy. I mean, it's it was a 14 and a half degree launch with 1800 spin, just coming out like a missile. Oh boy. And it hit the car path. <laughs> Will also asked, if Stu and Crider played another 18, how much do you think they win by? Would it be the same day? Yeah, oh. say same day. Yeah, we we might shoot 20 under if we went out the same day. I only <laughs> I only get go lower the more beer I drink, and we were deep in the cooler at that point. Um, Especially after the whole out on 18. If that's the case, then was the the first round of the Reese Club Championship just last year? That's just that's just an outlier in John Stewart's career, right? The first so at Swope, yeah, yeah, it was too early. <laughs> it's like eight a.m. tee off. That that is a tough scene. I actually ended up started out playing well. Like I compared to people people I was playing with, I I came out of the gates and I was like even through the first three or something like that. I mean, I, I had a plan ready. Well, we'll, we'll have the opportunity to uh, get vengeance on that, that one score this year down at Sweets Cove. I'm just not, I'm not a huge fan of like an 8 a.m. tea time. Um, Will mentioned Paul carried the three-man scramble. Any PT request for his back? Um, not that I've heard, um, but... He did announce that he was moving to Scotland shortly after, so not sure how that affected his decision. Yeah, you hate hate to hear that, and that's why you know I wanted to make sure I got to experience all the PMAC I could before he left. D-Ball asked, we had team MVPs, but who were the biggest surprises mm-hmm. for each team? I don't think it was a surprise to see the guys who we knew would be dogs be dogs in certain scenarios like you know lane chris um those guys i expect them to play well in scenarios like that um always expect jt to play well in scenarios like that i think the biggest surprise was you pretty much getting your butt whooped all weekend long fair at what is sort of your home golf course even though you you've left and adopted a new one um, that's fair. I'll own it. Um, yeah, that's that's going on a sticky note on my mirror in my bathroom. Appreciate that. And Kreider hitting it 400 yards was a surprise. <laughs> sure enough. Um, Didn't Paul, see that one coming. <laughs> Paul taking Jackson's place and being a full-ass plus two, that was a bit of, just a, a, bit of a surprise. Just a freaking legit plus two. Um, but, yeah, that it, it was a great event, and... Um, we couldn't have had an event like that if it wasn't for Unknown Golf. So, um, again, we appreciate all of their support and their involvement very much. If you're tired of screaming across the fairway for um, to find out the, the partner next to you, their score, try to figure out where everybody else is in their match, or maybe you're tired of t- typing in that six-digit code, Unknown Golf is the scoring platform for you. Designed and created by golfers for golfers. It's exactly what the High Cotton Club was missing when we were at this point in our uh, development last year, and it's taken us to new heights. So we appreciate them very much. Reach out through www.unknowngolf.com or through the High Cotton Club to find out more information. And going back to the Grissom Cup, um, it was great to get everybody out there for you know a really good cause. But I tell you, I love the ball marker we got with LFG on the back. I have used it ever since then for every round. I'm usually a guy, I'll throw around different markers to kind of feel through. And uh, I think I've played in three scrambles in the past uh, 10 days since we had the event and won every one of them with it. Yeah, you have. And then played really really well this week. I just, I grin every time I set it down because I always set it down with LFG showing up. Mm-hmm. I just be like, press fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love that. And uh, no, I love having that. I'm glad that everybody was able to get that again. We didn't do a whole lot of like swag and stuff for the event because we wanted to um, donate as much of the proceeds as we could. And so we appreciate everybody who got involved, everybody who um, pro, uh, donated towards the proceeds. And I know that Nikki and the entire Grissom family is, is more than grateful. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's awesome to be able to do stuff like this. And uh, I'm more than proud of where the High Cotton Club has come and, and being able to do stuff like this. And uh, I guess that kind of, leads us into our life advice. So 
Uh, I'll let you lead the way. Yeah, so if you can't do great things, do small things in a great way. Ooh. It's deep, getting deep on you. Ooh. I've, I don't even need to say what I was going to say. Look, if you, if you can't, if, if you just don't think that you can just accomplish this great thing, it's all right. Every day, wake up, do small things great. You'll I'll, become great. I was going to say something. To, I didn't have it you know, worded out well or anything like that. I was going to say something to the effect of don't expect um, fruits from your labor. Just labor anyway. Because, you know, not all labor is fruitful. Sometimes you're going to go through a period of kind of darkness before you see the fruits of your labor. But keep working, keep grinding, and uh, eventually you'll see those benefits pop out. Yep. Greatness is, uh, is not an act. It's a habit. You just, you got it today. Uh, take me to church. All right. Well, thank you to everybody who's listened to another episode of Dialed In, a podcast by the High Con Club. Thank you to D-May for taking time out of his schedule to join us. We hope that everybody enjoyed that. Thank you, as always, to Mr. John Stewart, a.k.a. Mr. 64. I'm Connor Hendrickson, a.k.a. Lefty Sauce. We'll be seeing you soon. Crack on.